Boca. Yeah, Garrett. You know, crying can be really therapeutic. Not the way that I do it. <laughs> That's depressing. Well, so is this movie, kind of. Hi, I'm Boca. And I'm Garrett. Welcome to the Bromance Podcast, where two dudes talk about romantic comedies because love is dead, movies are real, and I don't have a thing for this one. Fuck, I fumbled. How are you doing? I mean, it's I'm doing great, man. This movie hit me in my soul where I live in my late, late, couldn't be later in my 20s ass. <laughs> and uh, damn, it slapped for that specific niche reason. Yeah, Garrett and I might be less snarky, less um, millennial slash Gen Z, if you're talking about me. We might, we, might, we might speak from the heart, and that's something we never want to do. So let's just apologize in advance. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. going to get intimate and personal on today's episode. Oh, fuck. You yeah. know... Uh, a close friend in support of the pod recently told me I've my tweets are simp and I was like oh wow to- yeah. oh fuck yeah you know how I took that and she's Holy gonna hear shit she's gonna t- hear this so I want her to know that that fucking hurt me and it's making me reevaluate some things and this movie she's gonna keep that ball rolling what are we watching this week we are watching plus one a movie I had never fucking heard of until I found out we were going to be watching it for this season of the podcast. And holy shit, am I glad that we did. I knew nothing about this. I saw the trailer maybe like a month or two ago, and then I added it to our our Google Docs list of movies we should do. That's like 80 movies long now. And I say that Mm because people keep suggesting you should do that movie. And I say, I'll add to the list, which means we'll get to it in like two years. Um, God, we've been doing this since 2019. That's insane. Yeah. And so I hadn't heard of it, but I liked the trailer and like, oh, this looks cute. Mm-hmm. And it was, but uh it's it's uh it hurt a little bit. Yeah. It it I the problem I've been this dude slash might still be this dude in life so many times that yeah. like I I don't know, I could just super relate. Mm-hmm. You felt it in your bones. I felt it directly into my soul. All right. So I'm going I'm to I'm do the background of like where, where did this movie come from and why has nobody ever heard of it? Uh, it had its worldwide premiere at the Tribeca Film Festival, April in 2019. Mm-hmm. And there it won the Narrative Audience Award. So from the jump, folks liked it. Um, RLJE Films got distro rights. Uh, it was released in select theaters. None of that matters. The, the way movies live now, what streaming service are you ours is on? Plus one is on Hulu. I'm going to give a five-second break right now because mm-hmm. if you have Hulu, go add this to your list of whatever the fucks, right? Because you're going to want to watch this movie. It is the – Hulu just gets the good rom-coms, I think, because they also had Palm Springs. That is true. And this kind of felt reminiscent of it. Maybe it's just millennials at weddings, but – Yeah, M- millennial weddings rom-com Hulu. It, mm-hmm. it, it's, a, it's a cousin, yeah. Palm Springs was wackier. This one's very grounded in reality in a way that uh, people of our age, you know, post 25, you know, mm. when you're like, oh no, people in my life are getting married on purpose. Yeah. And yeah, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. There were, I had one or two like pre 25 weddings where you're just like <laughs> idiots or like they're having a baby and you're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Now <laughs> it's like, oh my God, like you're having a child. This is a decision you and your wife made because we're of age to do this and it makes sense. And like, I, my friends that are idiots have kids now. 
And oh. like, that's the thing. Like I had a video that I received, didn't ask for this video oh. of one of my good childhood friends playing somebody come get her. She's dancing like a stripper to her, his newly born child as he made it rain her, his rent money on her. And I was like, you know, you're ha- I've known you since I was six. I mm. get the joke, but I'm offended on behalf of your baby. You had a baby. And then I told his wife and she got unhappy. And, oh, you snitch. Am I a narc? Am I a narc? I might you, be, but, but I know, also like it when he's unhappy. Do you know both halves of the couple? Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, if you reach out to this woman you don't really know, just to. No, 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 no. I just put them in a in a group chat and was like, hey, look. look oh, I you bastard. <laughs> you asshole. Yeah. No, it's like, I, rem- I remember. It's like my my group of like five, six people from high school who yeah. I still actively talk to. I'm not one of those people who hates everybody from high school. I've actually come full mm-hmm. circle on like the people whose lives I'm still aware from high school I like. And that's more than 10 people, yeah. which is nice. But the, the, the inner circle, the inner sanctum, we'd be like, oh, did you hear so-and-so's pregnant? Did you hear so-and-so's pregnant? Because I'm from Texas. Yeah. Um, and that's how it was at first. Now it's like, oh, so-and-so got married or engaged on purpose. So-and-so bought a yeah. house. So-and-so has a daughter. I'm like... I'm out here you know, when you live on the West Coast compared to those in the South. Like, hey, I no longer have roommates. So as I yeah. sit, sit in my boxers and play fucking Apex Legends all day, hashtag sponsored. Um, and so di- different paces in this movie, this movie, if you watch this movie, it's going to be that Judge Judy gif of someone just tapping their watch. Like, when's your time? When's mm-hmm. your time? And it's like, oh, you know, the walls that are caving in. The wall, yeah, man, the walls are coming in. How's this movie start? Um, oh, that's actually a really good question, and this is <laughs> going to be a rough episode right off the jump. Um, so, oh yeah, so it it starts how it ends actually, but we'll get to that. Um, our titular, well, one of our main characters, not titular, but um, Ben is going through an entire speech that he has for a wedding, and it sucks. And it's weird, he's told that it sucks, and it does suck. Uh, and it's like it's about like him at a sleepover with like the groom, but ever it's it's him. He's speaking as an adult, but he's speaking about staying at a sleepover with children, and he's yet to ground himself as a child during the time of the events. So it just comes off super awkward. <laughs> and uh, I just realized I'm going to say both their names. It's going to ruin the mind palace, but maybe we can come up with other mind palace stuff for mm. me. Uh, Alice is like this sucks like this is big pedophile pedophile energy and you need to calm this down right now and um so he makes a few key tweaks uh we don't see him uh before heading off to actually give the speech at the wedding yeah yeah and uh yeah that's ben and alice it's a they're not best friends are they are they best friends i don't think so but i think they're i think they're the best friends that each other have that are the opposite sex Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's how it goes because Ben's the best man, yeah. and so he gives a yeah. better speech. Ben is a little swarmy. He's a little narcissistic. He's not. Mm-hmm. He's not hot, but he, no. he does all right. He wears a good skinny tie, and yeah. Uh, yeah, he's doing that. Meanwhile, Alice, she just broke up with her boyfriend, and I don't know if she's always was an alcoholic or if this is a new development, but she's just slapping the bag, man. She's just pounding those handles. And- how much can my liver take? I mean, yeah. I it, feel it, like everyone's gone through a phase of that, but she's she's out here in the late game 
doing mm, it. Which her, is bold. Her liver is fucking Apollo Creed in Rocky Four, and everyone yeah. at the wedding is just looking at her like, "Throw the damn towel!" And she's like, "No, <laughs> I'll never tap. I'll never tap out." And you know, and the fucking plastic handles are saying, "I must break you." So <laughs> that's Ben and Alice. We're gonna do Reverse Mind Palace. Then, what's the name of the actor that plays Ben? Oh, uh, uh, uh oh, what we, uh, uh, Jack Quaid. Yes, Jim, Jim's Quaid. Jack Quaid. Not is, yeah. is Jack is Jack are Jack and Jim the same name? I don't know how white people do it. No, no. Okay. I thought I thought Jim was uh, something for James. What the fuck? This is Dick to know, William man. all over again. Dude, whoever is like uh, William's a real dick. <laughs> what if their names <laughs> are interchangeable? Like whoever came up with that shit, amazing. <laughs> Wait, no, it's Dick to Richard. Yes, Dick to Richard. And Bill to Will. To William. Which I yes. don't get how that works. Yeah, and then Jim to James. Okay, so there yeah. she's an alcoholic. She just broke up with her boyfriend, Nate. Ben, um, he just sucks in a general way. And we'll learn mm-hmm. more about why he sucks specifically. But he's not the worst. Compared to Wait, Alice, why does he suck? I like him. Oh, he's a narcissist who's overly picky and self-sabotaging. I mean, aren't we all, though? I'm, um, Which one <laughs> of those things like, that I listed? I- I feel like in a, it's particularly a digital age. It's very easy to be very self-centered because everything's catered to like, what do you want? All the algorithms are, what do you want? We're either going to frame stuff that agrees with you or disagrees with you, but frames you as the correct opinion in the debate. Like, I mean, you can swipe anyone. You can cherry pick a menu of things only catered to you. Like, I feel like we're all kind of like of this generation, a little self-centered. I mean... Uh, perhaps overly concerned with self but narcissism is both you're thinking about yourself and you love yourself yeah. and he definitely uh, does he love himself i mean who I does know. it's like i like i said when we did our crossover episode self-love is unnatural and overplayed um oh my god it, it, i'm not relitigating all right it's gone too far yes that was my whole point the last time okay so yeah, uh Alice is like, I'm having a miserable time because I just broke up my boyfriend and we have a Mm. marathon summer of weddings to get through. Okay. It's like, I have five in my life. You have like five ish in your life. Yeah. And then she's like, Hey, how about we do these weddings together? Right. We'll always be each other's plus ones. That way Mm -hmm. we'll have something to kick it with and we can split the hotel room. So it's cheaper. Um, And at first he's like, no. And then she's like, I'll help you meet women. And he's like, fine because he's he's reaching the point which is a terrorist terrifying mm-hmm. cliff right the point in yeah. life where it's like oh no all your boys are seriously booed up and so there's nobody to roll out with and so you don't want to be the guy going to the club alone yeah that's no one wants to be the old guy at the club oh that's fucking god rough. yeah i mean if i see somebody pull, well, i think I'm- that this cliff is somewhat fake like i will mm. say uh enough I have enough friends that are married that you can definitely still hang out with because they don't have kids yet. I think mm. people think marriage is when your friendship dies. It's no. not at all. Marriage is just, oh, cool. You and your girlfriend really like each other a whole bunch. <laughs> um, then you have kids and it's like, oh, yeah, this thing I made that's a demon, but I love it. It just pooped shit itself and will die in 10 minutes if I'm not there. So I can't go out ever. I'll see you in 18 years. Hope we're still friends. Like that's, I think, the the funeral that we should all be correctly having marriage it feels like a big thing but it's not that plus everyone's facing the same cliff i feel like you can roll into your 30s this is the west coast in me this Mm -hmm. is the 29 in me i am trying to mentally buy space 
No, I think you're right. You know, West Coast 29 is like a Southern 37. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're doing fine out here, right? Just don't move to fucking Perf. Kansas, man. Yeah. Then it's like, I should already be a grandfather. Mm-hmm. It's like, Jebediah, why have you not raised the barn? You know? Right. Um, shout Jeez. out to be the coastal elite, bro. I was born in the Midwest. So I never nice. looked back. Uh, <laughs> if you don't have a dot com, I don't give a fuck with you. Yeah. So um, they, they're they like, all right, we'll go to a wedding together. And uh, it's it, it's fine, uh, I guess. I mean, Ben's being a little bit picky, but like that's kind of his thing. Mm-hmm. He, he But pick- also, yeah, we're skipping over a very important scene because he does not agree to do this. No, they then are in the, stuck in the same size. But they're in a, in a king size bed sharing a room for this wedding. That they're oh, in. yeah. Or queen size, is what I think, whatever, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So she's fucking around, like, well, let's cuddle. And he's like, I don't want to cuddle. Like, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be awkward. What if I get a boner? Then you're going to read too much into the boner. And she's like, I'm not going to read into the boner. Just fucking cuddle me because we're friends and it doesn't matter. And he's like, what if I don't get a boner? Then you're going to read extra into the boner because that means I don't even find you attractive, which just seems like its own insult. And so he like, you see how his brain works. And this is why I pushed back on him being a piece of shit. Cause I'm like, he's not a piece of shit. He just overthinks everything. Like mm. he's 12 steps into his own erection. And it's not because he loves himself <laughs> or because he loves his own boner. It's literally like, he's trying to crisis plan for every bad outcome to the point that he's not living in the moment. And he's not getting that cuddle in. And you know what? She was right. Fucking friendship cuddle. And Hey, you know what? What what happens happens in the least creepy way, you know? Maybe you're just friends. Maybe you're not. We don't know. Wrong. Don't be cuddling. Hell, let me not be spending. Let me not be. Let him, you, me, Dupree, whoever, yeah. not be fucking cuddling and sharing a bed with the a, a, a gender orientation which you are sexually attracted to, but are not having sex with. Right? It's like, oh, we're just friends. Let's cuddle. It's like. That's for the birds. Fuck out of here. Let's let's get a room with two doubles, okay? I mean, you know. Or pull out couch. Maybe. And we'll do mm. rock, paper, scissors for the actual bed. No, let's let's not play that. Oh, we're just friends. Bullshit. Okay. Clear demarcation. Wow. I see I lean in the camp of gray lines, you know? We can I, be friends to see where things go. Two. Yeah. Listen, I I listen, you're speaking to a habitual friend fucker, okay? That is true. Um, so I was do, gonna put you on blast, but yes, Buck as a friend do, do not speak of the magics to me. I was there when they were written, Garrett. All right, like Aslan said to the fucking white witch. All right. So you don't need listen, you don't need that fucking mess. No, you don't need it. Um, let me let me take a drink. Yeah. So there you go, man. She 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 does the she does the post move. You know, what's what's the move when you're in the post and you're backing up on a defender? She's trying to do that exactly. shit in the bed, right? And Mm-mm. Yeah, plans so he rolls over, but then begrudgingly is like, I'll do the wedding thing because I think he realizes A, I'm overthinking things, and B, there's a part of him, I'm into you, let's do this. No, that's what it was. He thinks there's a road. I think there was a road. There's a three, there's a third option. There's option C that you're missing. He felt bad. What's option C. He felt bad for her. She was Maybe. heartbroken over her boyfriend. She clearly was starved for intimacy. Okay, know? fine. Yeah, and that's why he agreed to do the that wedding. That was mad thirsty. She was she made like four attempts at the cuddle. Like no. that was she she went through the fucking stages of grief, man. She was out here bargaining, like, all right, what instead of cuddling, we do tickle scratches, you know? And he's like, What the fuck is tickle scratching? And I was like, Yeah, what the fuck is tickle scratch? Did you know yeah, what tickle what scratching the fuck? was? I didn't I, I knew what it was because I've done it, but I've never called it tickle scratch. I don't know. It's like that, you know, you like rub your fingernails on someone's back and it kind of gives them goosebumps. I'm but too like, ticklish. 
I, I didn't know. It. Oh, dude, I'm so fucking ticklish. And that's the thing. People are always like, you, like I, I, guys always like to get machismo about it. Like if you got robbed, it'd be like someone like jumped you or fucking held you up at gunpoint. No, no, no. One guy hold my arms up in the air. Other guy tickle my pits. I will give you anything you want. Please don't ever say tickle my pits again. I'm just saying, you want anything, tickle my pits, man. I, what did uh, Garrett, what did I just say? I feel like you're not respecting the boundaries that I clearly laid out, and it's me. I mean, I'm just one man talking to another man, telling him, tickle my pits, man. Don't <laughs> fucking, which rom-com was that? But don't do that uh, to me. I forgot. It was one of the ones. It got what? lost in the shuffle. One of the several. Okay, fine. So they agreed to the wedding. Oh, that was Notting Hill. It was uh, Julie Roberts. I'm just a woman. Oh, I'm just a girl looking at a boy asking him to love her. Love Julia yeah, Roberts. Yeah, she sucks. Whoa. Whoa. She sucks. Julia Roberts? No, but her, her character, character sucks. And as we're watching more of her movies, a lot of her characters suck. So, like, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll mm. see if we can find a good one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, oh what wedding do they go to next? It's because the I... You can't remember, and that's fine, because I, I really went back right before you hopped on. Fa- I was fast-forwarding through the movie and taking notes. Um, okay, so they're they're at the outdoor pool, and, you know, for this wedding number two, and there's this little mm. boy who's, like, wearing, like, all the floatable shit in the world so he doesn't fucking drown, and he's, like, six inches away from Ben in the pool. Um, so that's the wedding we're at. It doesn't really matter. Uh, we're, it's vignettes in a way that's kind of reminiscent of four weddings and a funeral because wedding yeah. to wedding, they almost blur together. So we're just going to say the funny things that happened. So the funny things was yes. were creepy little boy all up in this motherfucker's face. Yes. And Ben's like, please stop calling an adult. And the mom's <laughs> like, get over here, Devin. He's like, I swear that little fucker's going to kill somebody one day. That was funny thing number one. Because he said to his mom, mommy, like, I want your teeth. <laughs> So I can eat them. Ew. He's a serial killer. Fucking ew. And then the other yeah. funny thing is uh, while this couple is doing their vows at this outdoor wedding, uh, I've never been to an outdoor wedding. While this couple's doing their vows at the outdoor wedding, the, the dude, he's just going through it while he's like holding his bride's hands. Like, and I know I, I've put you through a lot and I know what can be difficult. And it's just like, meanwhile, Alice just needs to pee. But this guy's just holding back tears talking about how much of a piece of shit he is <laughs> as he's like yo don't remind her right before she has to say i do right if you're crying because you love your wife so much, that much that's a good sign if you're crying because you can't believe she's still gonna marry you after the shit you pulled that's desperation and that shit's a red flag i don't think i don't think it's a red flag i think he's very emotional in weddings i think everyone gets a pass for their behavior at their own wedding kind of minus uh, my without abuse or anything yeah Fine. And, we, and we go from that heartfelt scene to their reception is them playing flip cup in somebody's apartment. Oh, so yeah. confused. Yeah. So weird. Don't know, but all I know is I'm great at flip cup. I was going to ask, how's your flip cup? Flip cup, great. Rage Cage, great. Beer Pong, mediocre at best. I hate beer, uh, beer Pong anyway, you know? Yeah. Sober, it's- very good. The problem is as I drink, I get worse. And as everyone else drinks, they get better. Mm-hmm. yeah no that's the thing to me with like beer pong it's like only four people can play at a time it moves very yep. slow you're only mm-hmm. drinking a, a shot of beer 
every like three minutes compare that to yeah. like rage cage and flip cup where there's so much more drinking so much more fast paced and more people are involved so you've listened to this you got your vaccine you got the j and j moderna fires or whatever you're like yo i'm ready to go out to fucking dolores park and play some drinking games again mm-hmm. uh don't do fucking beer pong it blows no it's yeah. overrated yeah yeah so uh, that's wedding number one. The only other note is Alice. Or- they're at a diner afterwards, and Alice orders fucking tilapia, which is uh, disgusting. At a diner, tilapia is the best it's fish just... to me. But a tilapia is the best fish. If it's cooked fish, I don't like salmon. I like tilapia. Wow. I'll, I'll, I'll do a cod if it's a fish and chips, of course. But I don't know. Tilapia is like the bottom. The I mean, asshole. It's literally, and a then you order feet. it at a diner. Yeah, it literally is. It's yeah. garbage. It's trash. Whoa. People that like it, a sorry, Boca, uh, should be put in, on a watch list. Uh, you Who's know, watching? that's just the Fishman, Aquaman, yeah, Fishman, Aquaman, Jason Momoa. Want that ass? Okay, well, he and I can hang out. Uh, meanwhile, Ben's dad is getting remarried, and he wants Ben's dad wants Ben to be the best man, which is interesting. Um, it's sweet. They're on a golf course. He's like, yeah, so I'm gonna marry Gina, who is this we establish is not his mother as she walks into their house. Mm-hmm. And so to make his life worse, because, you know, you're in your late twenties, you're not engaged. You don't have a girlfriend. You have no future prospects at any of these things. And you're having a panic attack. And now your dad is on wife three. Uh, I, even still though, I'd be like, yeah, I'll be your best man. That sounds dope. Like I just, I, I don't know. I'm not a proponent of like m- mommy and daddy got a divorce. So now I have angst for the rest of my life. Like, unless there was some sort of horrible abuse that has befallen you. If the only thing you're upset about is mommy and daddy prioritize their own happiness over staying married and being miserable for your sake, uh, let them thrive, man. They're still your parents. You still love them. They still love you. Let them go be with other people that make them happier as opposed to together and unhappy. I think plus you get two Christmases. Uh, I could never be my father's best man. Cause I don't know him as a person. Um, oh, but, wow. he, but he would never ask me, which is fine because he's yeah. So at least that's the ship that sailed. I totally just imagined you and your dad at a table. Everyone else has left the party. You're awkwardly together and weren't planning on this. There's a bot. You're both having a glass of scotch. Both he starts talking about the war. We never know what war, just the war. Oh, and I've... then you nod, get one firm handshake as he leaves the room. A tear goes down your eye as that is the first time he has acknowledged you as a man, and you go in your separate directions, never to speak. My father isn't a veteran, okay, but <laughs> I mean he did survive the fucking Biafran civil war, and that's a war. It's a war, yes, and he was a young man during it, so it was particularly dangerous, but. I mean, I can, t- you know me, Garrett. Okay. I can talk to yes. fucking anybody. So I can talk to yes. my parents, but so this is a him problem to be somebody's best man. You have yeah. to like, well, mind you, I've never been a best man. So this is all based on rom-coms. Mm. Yeah. Me basically getting life- my dad a lap dance would make me cry laughing. That would be the funniest <sighs> shit I could ever imagine in my entire life. That is He's 72. Dis- disgusting. Like thing. it's comical. I will never in my life with God as my witness be in a strip club with my father. Oh, I would kill for the opportunity. God. Oh, I don't want that (laughs) at all. I might pause to puke. Okay. It'd be so good. All right. So dad wants him to do that. Ben doesn't want to. He's trying to play around with it and get out. Um, This is another wedding. And Ben's mad about having to be dad's best man. And Alice is just drunk. Actually, this is a weird scene. 
Alice is out back drunk and or high surrounded by a bunch of older dudes who are also getting high. Mm-hmm. And I felt funky about that scene. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. It's like her with like a bunch of AARP members and they're all just fucking puff, puff, passing it back and forth. Yeah. But it was like, I don't know why the, the way it came up, like Ben had to come up and perhaps save her. I was like, yo, were these, were these old ass geriatrics being unbecoming or some shit? Was this about to get upsetting? I don't know. You, the movie didn't go that way. I don't, yeah. Thank God. A, reti- the retiree train was avoided and Ew. They, they were going. <laughs> Ew. That's where you were going. So they decided that they were going to go, you know, well, he, because he has to deal with his dad. He's like, let's, I want to get upsettingly drunk. And she's yeah. like, I will literally never turn you down for that opportunity. Let's go find young people. Yeah. Cut to all the young people running and jumping in their wedding clothes into a hotel motel pool. Mm-hmm. You know, have and you ever then- done that? Nope. Oh, you got to do that. That's great. You immediately regret it the second you're in the water, but it's such a fun memory and a horrible experience. That's what it sounds like. It's like, what? Because nobody, because it's a movie. Nobody took the time to set their cell phones down. No, those phones are gone. Plus, most are waterproof now anyway. So fuck it. Are you going to jump into a pool with your phone in your pocket? Honestly, my wallet I'd be more pissed about. Mm. I mean, I never have cash and credit cards will be fine. But yeah, so they do that. And then they, yo, we look around. All the other people at the party have disappeared. It's just Alice and Ben in the pool. Mm -hmm. It's late and they've been drinking. And you're watching this and you know it's a rom-com. And it's like, hell yeah, brother, let's go. Ben pulls away. Yeah, and I was like, oh, so they're not going to kiss tonight. Oh, no, no, no. They kiss tonight. But it's way fucking worse. And we'll find out how it's way fucking worse when we come back from this commercial break. And we're back. They didn't kiss in the pool. Garrett says it's going to be much worse. Let's find out how. Garrett, walk us through. So they get out of the damn pool, and then they realize we're everyone left. We have no ride, and our hotel is a million miles away from here. Mm-hmm. So uh, she decides, hey, why don't we just walk? The and phones are dead. Like, right? Our, our, yeah. Fuck it, I guess. I mean, what other option do we have? We're in white clothes, though, so, like, pneumonia is a bitch, but whatever. We're drunk. It probably doesn't matter. Yeah. So they come up to a graveyard, or a cemetery. <laughs> yes. And uh, she's like, we have to hold our breath when we cross the cemetery. And he's like, oh, you're a child. Like, what do you believe in ghosts? And she's like, yeah. And anyway, they have a cute, little cute moment, and then she holds her breath, and they go running through the graveyard, only for her to trip. And this is where he then goes to pick her up or like check in if she's okay and her arm's scraped and bleeding and he leans in and, you know, one thing leads to another. They don't just kiss. They have sex in a cemetery. That's a thing people do. It's a thing people do, Boca. It's what circles am I in? What dating app? I mean, are people getting boned literally? What's happened? Ah, that's what it's called. It's boned without the E. In an apostrophe. What subreddit are you on, I'm and kidding. why do you know this? <laughs> I made this oh, up. God. This that sounded so fucking. You're factually. such an old man, Garrett. You know I am. Kids are on. No. Grinder. Sexual intercourse oh. in a graveyard. The little Nas X and Satan. Yeah, exactly. They got the Satan stripper pole set up in every single graveyard around America. This is the future liberals want, man. Yeah. Vote red. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> man, well, you bring up alt right Ali Berry one time, and my man already flipped. Listen, so, Turning anyway. Point USA reached out; they want to sponsor us, and I'll wow. do ads for Coke and Pepsi, baby. Okay, I'll take the money wherever I get it. 
Um, yeah, so this is sponsored. So anyway, by I'm not sure if you, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> if you've not, not to, not to take away from your political run for office here, but I'm not sure if you've ever seen the movie MacGruber, but no. it has, if nothing else, if you're first off, watch the movie, it's fucking hysterical. If you turn your brain off, but if you're not going to go to YouTube, stop this podcast and type in MacGruber graveyard sex scene. And you're going to see two sex scenes in that movie. And what they do is they deconstruct like a typical 80s sex scene where it's like, okay, Sting comes on or Phil Collins or something with like a synth drum. And then two people have like slow motion sex in any setting and it's supposed to be like hot or whatever. And what they do is like, they start it that way. And then halfway through, it's just two people having really awkward, uncomfortable sex with no backing track and just the actual sounds of sex. And it is the funniest shit you will ever watch. And one of those, it just fucking, I'm a spoiler of MacGruber, but I don't know, it's what it made me think of. Nobody, yeah. Is he's having sex with a ghost of a woman in the graveyard that he doesn't realize is a ghost. So they do the cutaway bit where it's like the music stops and it's just them having sex in a, in a grave, in a, in a, uh, what am I looking cemetery? for? A cemetery. And it's just him humping thin air. <laughs> and it's the funniest shit in the entire world. And have I derailed the podcast for something that you need to see for it to be funny? Yes, but it it's amazing. And go watch MacGruber. D- despite every instinct in my body, I do have a follow-up question. So yes. was it in his head or was he actually fucking a ghost? Uh, you never really know other than that the, the, I don't know, groundskeeper walks by and it's him over a gravesite humping nothing Oof. and making sex sounds. <laughs> and it's the funniest shit in the world but anyway so these two have sex and she's real and he's real and they wake up to boko what amazing quote that will live in my mind for the rest of time your cooter's out what your cooter's out what do you mean my cooter's out your your vagina is literally breezing in the wind ma'am please your cooter's out. oh that's what that is (laughs) yeah because they they apparently also decide to fall asleep there I'm not That's comfortable. The boldest move. I don't believe in ghosts. Okay, I'm the skeptic in the horror movie saying there must be a reasonable explanation for this. I am not. I don't like tempting fate. I believe in dramatic fucking irony. So I'm not going to both have sex in the graveyard and then spend the night. That's a way yeah. to get. That's an easy zombie kill. Yeah, especially because every horror movie loves to punish anyone who has sexual intercourse. So exactly. You just falling asleep in the graveyard. You're dead. You 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 spilled your seed, presumably. Yeah. I hope he pulled out. Uh, and so yeah. now it's on. There was no condom. There was no pull out. This is just. She's know, got an IUD. Uh, yeah, she, yeah, something. She's got a weapon of mass destruction. WMD IUD, whatever, same same. NWA. Yeah. Have you? And so, uh, they they then just move on, and she he tries to talk about it, and she's like, "Nope, we're not talking about it." And I said. That's healthy. Okay. And so next wedding, right? Because that's what we yeah. do. I mean, time passes. They go like a couple of weeks, perhaps, without seeing mm-hmm. each other or something. Or he tries to bring it up. She's like, don't ruin it. Let's just keep moving. Not don't. Well, yeah. As if as if talking about it is going to ruin it. Yeah. Having two people not at all on the same page. That's always been a good fucking idea, hasn't it? Right. Yeah. So now we're at a destination wedding. It's in Hawaii. In- that's in- an ask. Mm-hmm. have you done destination wedding i haven't but i'm going to have to where at uh maui which wanna... by the way i am not upset about but it's a year and a half away and 
yeah, it's just, it's an expense. Like the, the, it's like a group package, but still. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, I want to go there one day. Yeah. So this kind of forces you, but also weddings themselves are expensive. Like either yeah. get a new suit or get your suit refitted and get a gift and then fly and pay for the, whatever. Mind well, you. My problem is I'm always in the fucking wedding. So it's always like, Oh, you, um, have, to be, you have to get a suit that fits the theme. So it's like, well, I know you have a navy blue suit and a, and a baby blue tie, but we're actually going for a coral blue tie and a, Venetian blue suit. So unfortunately, that'll be nineteen hundred dollars. How do you go about that? If it's especially if it's just to match the the groom's party, are you not renting? I yeah. The problem is a lot. Well, here's what they do strategically. They're like, let's make renting the suit fifty to hundred dollars cheaper than buying the suit. And it's a nice and, suit, right? So depending on my suit needs, and if they it's if it's in a hit, there's been one wedding where it was like everyone wore tan suits and i was like i could give a fuck about ever owning a flesh-colored suit it looked psychotic I like well I all right who's flesh right like your flesh okay that's a good pers- point like here's some white privilege flesh tone white mm-hmm. ass fucking white person with a mild tan color if you're olive complected that was the color of this suit yeah garrett goes and buys band-aids off the shelf and says these are perfect <laughs> yeah. Ooh, universal donor yeah fuck you um yeah so they they, they did this destination wedding and ben because he's a vp at a tech startup so he has money um yeah. he's and he and he's trying to he's trying to lock he's brought up three times in this movie <laughs> well i mean once it's t- a girl asks him what do you do that makes sense that is then. true when else did it come up uh he says it well i guess he says it to his dad because it's just supposed to be to let the audience know so it's like father i am a vp at a tech startup Mm -hmm. and i don't know if this is my long-term career option and then i think it's another one during when well we'll get to it but when he's you know thinking he's going to be single and ready to mingle yeah and so uh he splurges mind you that the whole time like oh yeah we'll do these weddings together ben and alice will do these weddings together to help split the cost um Mm -hmm. So he splurges because I guess he was in charge again this room or whatever, and like yep. he gets a nice like suite. He doesn't just get a room, yeah, because he's trying to he's just trying to lock it in. Mm-hmm. You know, he's trying to lock he it. He got in. waterfront views. That yeah. is, mm-hmm. and, and a bottle of champagne on ice. Oh my god, Jesus! Is, is it too much? It was. Bo- the, here's the thing: nice room with a view, good champagne on ice, too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it was funny when Alice finally shows up because after like them not talking and it being awkward, she shows up and acts like, oh, shit's cool. It's like, Ben King, is that you? It's been years. Your facelift looks horrible. Driver, do you know the last time I saw this man, he was putting his penisaurus inside of me at a cemetery? And then you say, oh. Well. I'm adding penisaurus to the Rolodex of stuff I call my wang. You're, how often are you referring to your wang, man? You've, you've known me long enough. It's at least often more often enough where i need multiple terms oh jesus garrett let's work on that so the destination wedding he does all these moves but even then he wasn't explicitly he didn't say i'm trying yet which is absurd your action said it so how would you say with your mouth but they're they're kicking out back with two other friends these two dudes are also getting married and they're like what's up with you two you're putting off wild vibes they they can sense their chakra and so then they're finally forced confronted out loud. And so yes. how, how does like, it go I don't there? know if you've been, if you've been reminiscing about the night we hooked up, mm-hmm. but I have, and she's like positive vibes. And he's like positive vibes. And then they're like, Oh yeah. I mean, okay. And then the next scene is just them like making out slamming into their hotel door. And yeah. 
taking each other on a trip to pound town yeah lovely place this time of year lovely place this time of year and so that works and they spend a couple of extra days in hawaii too because they're in like new couple bliss and they're showering and enjoying hawaii you got to say it with the apostrophe and it's a it's a it's a groovy time man uh but remember ben's fatal flaws he nitpicks and Mm -hmm. he i think it's he starts to nitpick at this next wedding and who's getting married at this next wedding garrett oh god uh oh yeah is it his her sister right it's alice's younger sister getting married uh yeah. to some guy and you know alice mentioned earlier when they're swimming in the pool because ben's all upset about his parents divorce like alice mm-hmm. says my parents are together but they shouldn't be and they hate each other yep. they want to stick together for us and now they're just always yelling at each other I took note of the always yelling at each other. And then we made it to this scene. And mm-hmm. you can maybe put an asterisk on that. Uh, mom's always yelling at dad. And yes. And dad is hiding. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's healthy. Yeah. And, you know, you, I, I look at their marriage and the little vignette of it we see in this movie. And it's like, how come he doesn't leave? I mean... The other problem is that some, I guess, it's the fault of the sunk cost fallacy. It's yeah. like, we've been married for 30 years. You're going to take half my shit. Can I put up with you belittling me continually if I can hide away enough to like shave off enough of a of my own existence to like warrant me still getting to live in my house? Sure. Is there, alum, is there ch- there's no child support. They're both grown yeah. and younger daughters married, right? So it's yes. like, I assume when people get divorced then, it's just like, all right, deuces. And like, don't be a dick. I mean, what's yours? I think if it's like, if it went, if it's a good break, that is how it should go. If it's a oh. bad break, it's let's see how, who can, let's make a cold war out of legal fees and see which foreign country breaks out of the financial weight of this. Oh, that's terrifying. Prenups, everybody. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this, get a prenup. You know, even if you're not with anybody, just get one for fun. Keep them on the bedside one. table. Just draft it, you know, keep your heart three yeah. stacks. And so, um, but but despite Alice's mom being truly terrifying, uh, she super likes Ben, um, which is nice. She's very great. In fact, Alice is a little version of her mom, but not the yeah. mom's not funny. That's the difference. Um, yeah. so they're doing that. Little sisters getting married, and there's there's only one more thing I have to say about this scene. Uh, hmm. Alice is helping baby sister get mar- ready for her whatever, and little sister's like, "Are you jealous?" And it's like. Don't you open this can of motherfucking yeah. Especially for little sister to get married first. That's the one that hits. You know, for some people, for some couples and some cultures, it's like, yo, you can't. Younger sister, you're not allowed to get married until older sister. You have to wait. You have to wait. Which is like, again, I always say, well, fine, if you're with the person, what does it fucking matter? But A, taxes, you know, they ask you every year, are you single? Yeah. And then, and then B, you know, just like, oh, when you're ready to start the rest of your life, you want the rest of your life to start now. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. I love the ceremony of marriage, but I've never been like, yo, babe, I love you so much. I want to lay you down in front of the fire and get the government involved. Like, it's just like, I've never like, I don't, the, the paperwork, the weight of the, I, I think it's the contract of marriage that fucks up a lot of people's like, like relationships. Like, it's like, I was fine with you when I thought we could both yeet out of this at any point in time because there was mm. no like handcuffs. The theoretical handcuffs, I think oh, it's people yeah. scared to like gnaw their arm off and go screaming when like in a world where that just didn't exist, they might never ever break up. That is very true. People hate cages. 
right? Like, yeah. What, what's your favorite? All right, you love California, right? Oh yeah, I love it. Pieces never you, leaving. You've never lived outside California. No, never have. I lived in San Diego. That's about as most out of the country as I've ever lived. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But <laughs> despite all yeah. that, you you might be the outlier. If I told you mm-hmm. you're not allowed to leave California. Oh yeah, exactly. I'd be like, well, fuck. I want to see South Beach. He's like, well, you weren't even going before then. It was like the pandemic, right? People who never went to anywhere. Yes. Yeah, but still, I don't like the idea that I'm not allowed to. You know. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah. I'm now so all of a sudden, I want to be a world traveler. Before, oh. I was scared of flights over eight hours. You know. Exactly. Well, I mean, over eight hours just blows. But where are you going? It's, it blows. It's, it's like Australia. I'm like, I want to go to Australia so fucking bad and New Zealand just to see the stupid Hobbit set. But like, <laughs> is it worth it though? Could I save 24 hours of my stupid life and just watch something on the Travel Channel and be like, oh yeah, they got weird insects, funny accents, and small Hobbit people? Like, maybe. No, you should totally go because especially in the winter, it's their summer. So then the weather's good. Again. Fuck, that sounds amazing. I want to be tan in January. Exactly. Uh, okay, fine. So they go, uh, Ben's in this, at Alice's family, meets all of Alice's family because the babysitter's sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is when the cracks begin, right? And so yeah, it's the the next wedding, right? It's the, the two guys we mentioned earlier in Hawaii. They're getting married to each other. And Ben and Alice are just, rather no, Ben is fussing. Ben is a fussy mm-hmm. baby right now um and it's because i don't think it's because i don't think he's nitpicking because he like saw something bad at their at her sister's thing i think it's she he was invited to the sister's wedding yes so it's like oh fuck this is a relationship i'm in a relationship (laughs) and this was the garrett conundrum (laughs) which for years was oh my god it's a real relationship now i have to overthink the relationship and undermine it Mm -hmm. and it's annoying as fuck it's it, the other person thinks it's annoying for them. No, 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 no. If you or a loved one suffer from you're in a relationship, it hits you strongly and you start overthinking the fact that you're in a relationship and systematically systematically undermining the thing that you both enjoy being in syndrome. Um, the person doing it just as annoyed as you even more so because they're going to ruin the relationship. And then they have, they have, they don't have that cool angst. If someone breaks your heart, you have the angst of how dare they fuck me over. If you're the fuck over -er, you are just a schmuck and you don't even have the cool angst of like someone's wronged me. You just have to sit there and dwell and schmuck them. I'd rather be a schmuck than carry the mental chains of knowing that somebody has wronged you and having no avenue of recourse. You know, there is no criminal justice system for people that have been spurned, you know, for people that have been failed by the social contract. And so you're just forced to deal with it. And uh, it just perhaps lives inside you and just leaks out on podcasts. But it's like free, it's like free cocaine. It like, it, it's you a lot of shit is it's, free cocaine these days. Do you want some coke? Anxiety is free cocaine. Angst is free. Anything that's going to motivate you to a psychotic level where you think you can do shit you have no business trying to do is free cocaine. Garrett, I'm going to hit you with a good line. And it line. makes you more talkative because you want to talk about it. Yeah, what's up? Here's a good line and like just brace yourself, okay? okay? Those things aren't free cocaine. That anxiety... That angst, it's not free cocaine. You know why? Why? Because it has a cost. What's the cost, Boca? Oh, I mean, I don't have to explicitly say what the cost is, but you know there's, oh, a, there's a cost. Oh, that was the line. God damn it. Well, fuck I mean, you. That, <laughs> that was a good fine. line. It's, fi- <laughs> it's financially free. It's financially free cocaine. Anyway, yeah. 
Uh, go to Schmucktown. I just I I find Schmucktown way worse. I'd rather be wrong. It's it's being I mean, the it's, dumper it, is so much worse. It's it's a weird would you rather. So yes. uh, Ben is all pissed at Alice because Alice uh, it's just because she forgot the gift at her place and they're running late. Yeah, that's the stupidest fucking reason. They bought this couple a of Keurig. Yeah, and they like she forgets the Keurig and he's like, oh my god, now I'm gonna see the reaction and how dare you forget the Keurig and whatever will he fucking do? And I'm like, dude, like it's one of those like. At first, I was like, this sucks because it's like one of those like movie fights that's like not a good reason to break up, but the movie needs these two to break up. But then I'm like, no, 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 people do this where you have a, a real reason why you want to break up. You are scared of emotional attachment. And so you're just going to like put it all on the Keurig and pretend like this is the reason. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so she, he's mad about that. And she's like, it doesn't matter. It's like, well, it doesn't matter. But clearly your partner's upset about it. So maybe... Ernest, I don't know to what degree do you need. Are you placating a child versus earnestly engaging with somebody else's feelings? Um, whatever she, she gets there, she undercuts it some more. She jokes with them like, yeah, this idiot over here forgot your gift. And he is not in the mood for that fucking joke. <laughs> she chose poorly. Yeah. Uh, and then and then she's like, so for the, the for the next wedding we have to go to, he's like, uh, actually, I can't make it. He's like, oh, I got I to gotta work thing. It's like, you do? He's like, oh, yeah, I do fine and then he, he kind of blows up and storms out right and he's outside yeah. smoking a cigarette and i don't think he actually smokes if if your partner that doesn't smoke cigarettes is outside smoking a cigarette something has gone clearly wrong and you're either about to get dumped someone just got killed or third option that i'm too stupid to come up with right now on the spot you know they lied to us in school smoking does look cool it's just it looks so cool. There's nothing that looks cooler outside of slowly walking away from an explosion that you're mm. refusing to look at than smoking a cigarette. You know, I but don't I, do I, it, kids. Yeah, don't smoke. It's terrible for you and it kills you yeah. and it's bad for the environment. But like and don't like the vaping thing. It's like, look, all that looks like is you're trying to pleasure a cyborg's PP. Like just you know, Nobody you're blowing a ever... tiny USB stick. Uh, okay. Um, so they're outside. Ben and Alice are outside and they have it out. And do you remember the details of the fight? Uh, Yeah. I mean, she's like, what are you doing out here? He's like, yeah, I'm thinking. And she's like, oh, cool. (laughs) Deep. And he's like, no, no. Like, I'm just thinking about us, like our relationship. She's like, what is there to think about? We're dating. Like, that's the end of the thought. And he's like, yeah, but like, in essence, like, should we be, do we have the stuff to go the distance? Like, you know, I just, we're upstairs. We're seeing people that like have the magic dust that's going to keep them together forever. And like, they both have it. Like, do we have the thing? And she's like, I'm not questioning that. Cause I love you. And like, he never had said that he loved her. It's early and to say that. Yeah, it is. That is definitely true. Um, but you know, if you feel it, you feel it, fuck it. And so he's like, oh God, well, you see about the whole you loving me thing. I don't know how I feel. Uh, uh, uh. And so she like cries, storms off, walks away. And it's like, okay, schmuck. Like we're, here's the only thing that they've been friends for so long. <laughs> like at that point, you're not trying at all. You know, the person so intimately mm-hmm. that like the, I don't love you from we've been friends for 10 years is, you know, go fuck yourself with that one it's like always be my maybe like it was like they've known each other for fucking forever you're should have got off the pot that decision's got to be pretty you got to come up with that one quick right there's the difference between like oh we've only been in relationship for two months versus we've been friends since childhood and are now dating for two months you do know each other okay a hundred percent 
Um, yeah, so it's, it's not nothing. You can, perhaps you can like, you know, the way college credits will count as like work experience. You know, you just take yeah. the time you were not together, but knew each other, maybe divide it by four and you can add that to your relationship. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like that formula. I just kind of winged it, but it seems okay. That works. That works pretty well. Fine. But uh, he acts like a dumbass and he kind of ends shit and he makes her cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which bad. And then he falls for a fallacy that no one, that every guy has that does That's not right. exist, which is you're miserable, single. You just don't like your life or you don't like that you're missing that special someone. You're then in a relationship and you're like, oh, it's moving too fast. Or, oh, like, fuck, if only I was single or whatever, I'd be like out there just fucking pulling ass or whatever. And then you end up single again and you're like, oh, I was flying high on this cloud of bullshit known as my newfound relationship. Got high on my own supply. And now I'm that uncomfortable guy at weddings who's maybe drinking slightly too much trying to hit on people that have no fucking interest in me. Mm. And like, I'm just a schmuck. And he learns, Hey buddy, you're a schmuck because he goes out into the world and does just that. You know, the funny thing is the guy pulling him aside to be like, Hey God, man, what's wrong with you? You're doing too much. It's fucking Beck Bennett from SNL. Who always plays the schmuck. Is he always a schmuck? It's like, is he bless his heart? I can't think of a, Oh, I love this sketch Beck Bennett. Thank you for being the glue. No, Beck Bennett is always the fact that you know his name first. I'm on, I'm on SNL. A, okay. Yeah. Beck I mean, Bennett, knowing this, this is the first time we're saying your name aloud. This may be the first time anyone has ever said your name. Oh, but I feel bad. I know. I know. I do too. But this is the only movie he's ever been in. And um, he true. was fine in it, but it was like very much the same on SNL, which is like, wow, I'm glad you're somebody somewhere in the cast to fill out space. And he filled that space out in this movie. Beck Bennett was in Kill Me Now, Besides Still Waters, Balls Out, The Party Is Over, Zoolander 2, Dean Sing, The Late Bloomer, Brigsby Bear, The Unicorn, Greener Grass, Plus One, The Angry Birds Movie 2, and Bill and Ted Face the Music. He's done some things. I've watched one Has of those. Though? I've watched one of those, and that's this movie that, that we're talking about. That is a variable who's who of sounds. <laughs> you just made a bunch of sounds, Boca. Fair. Yeah, and he did, did some TV shit. He was in Comrade Detective, which I still plan to watch. He does, though, have an amazing speech. And this is such a fucking good speech that it hit me in my soul. And I take back everything I just said about Beck Bennett because I feel like I was being overly critical. Okay, that's Um, a quick flip. Which is like, I know, I'm I'm fast to react and I'm fast to say I'm wrong. Okay. And I was wrong because this is a very good point. He's like, like, you know, I just, I had second guesses. So like I questioned stuff and that's why we had to break up. Which again- have I been there? A hundred percent. And he was great, which is like, no, no, no. What do you think? You think I'd not quite second guessed my wife? And he's like, well, no, you never have. And he's like, what are you on the, on the wall? Are you fucking in our bedroom? Like you're in my brain. How do you know? What are you basing that off of? And he's like, well, you guys got married. He's like, yeah, I have second guesses all the time. I have second guesses right now. Like, <laughs> Being with someone, it's like friendship. It's like, are there times your friends annoy you? Holy shit. How, why in the fuck do I hang out with Garrett? He goes on long-winded soliloquies in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> like people have these moments with each other. It's only natural. You're not going to all of a sudden meet some magical Disney princess or prince that's going to like circumvent that thought process. The yeah. difference is you're, it's fun. You want to get married. You think it's going to last forever. You hope it does. You go in with the best of intentions and you figure it out. And that is when it clicks for him. And it is a powerful moment. 
And so this is when Ben decides, I'm going to win Alice back. We're approaching the end of a rom-com, baby. I'm going to give yeah. a speech. And we're at the last wedding. And Garrett, I want you to sit on your hands right now so you don't give me some Italian hands. Uh, I'm going to try real hard, man. Yeah, it's the Riccardi family wedding. And uh, the older, mind you, as we go to each of the weddings during this movie, we are, we're introduced to the wedding as somebody's giving the speech. And many of these speeches are fucking awful. They're so and, bad. Yeah, and this one. I don't mean to like get high on my own supply here, but like your boy gives a great speech. I can oh, imagine. Oh, such a good speech, man. The he best man speeches, those are the meat, man. Those are so fucking good. Yeah, though though that's some good shit. Um it's the it's the older brother of the of the groom, and he's just on stage and like, I don't know if it's ever going to happen for me, you know. And uh I've been alone for a long time, but I'm just I'm just so so happy for my younger brother Tommy here. I love you, Tommy, and you know, I'm I'm I love what you have. In fact, I'm very jealous of what you have, and I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it, Tommy. I want it, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, I want it. And then, and then, yeah, we move on. So Ben shows up at this he wedding. He rips his face off, wears it as his own, and starts licking through the lipples. Oh, yeah. Let's go single white female on this shit, yo. Uh, <laughs> ben shows up with flowers. He's like, all right, time to win. This is the wedding. He lied to Alice saying he has a work thing. He shows up. Mm-hmm. Alice. And who's right next to Alice, Garrett? This man, his name's Nate, right? Yes. He has the deepest fucking voice, but it's not his actual speaking voice. I refuse to believe it. He's like, <laughs> fuck you. Hey, what's up, Ben? And I'm like, that's not your tone of voice. That's you trying to square up against another guy that you knew had sex with your ex, who's now your girlfriend again. And you're going, hi, my name's Garrett. This is my normal speaking voice. My pee big. <laughs> but, so, so Ben's out here looking a bit like a schmuck. Alice is like, so who are those flowers for? It's like, oh, uh, uh mrs riccardi you know the stepmom she loves flowers and so he just has to pawn those off fine he he waits for alice inside the bathroom because out there he he runs to alice he's like all right time to give my rom-com speech let's fucking go and unfortunately i don't have all the words and this movie's too new so imdb doesn't have it written down but he's like all these other weddings sucks because you weren't there with me you weren't there to make fun of the vows or to split a hotel room with or to go jumping into a pool with or to eat fucking tilapia in a diner it's a good speech and then fucking nate shows up like we're good here bro oh i mean it's his prerogative. He is now with yeah. her again. Yeah. And he has to box out. But fuck you. Yeah. And if I saw my my ex-girlfriend, who's now my girlfriend again, talking to her ex-guy in the interim, and she has teary eyes and he has teary eyes, and they're in a long, probably semi-turnt speech in a, in a hotel hallway. Oh, your boys in goal line defense. Mm-hmm. We're stopping that running back. He is not crossing the one, Marshawn. You're going to throw that for a pick in the end zone. Okay. Super okay. Bowl, baby. Sports are fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I picked it up. Yeah, I don't know what Pete Carroll was doing there. Bless his heart. So, um, Alice is like, yeah, I guess I'm going to go back with Nate. And he's like, fuck, fuck. And this is where I get a little loose because my notes die out here. But as I understand it, fine, he dips out and eventually gets a phone call from his dad late one evening. Or was it that same night he gets a phone call from his dad? Oh, yeah. It, uh, yes, it is that same night, I think. And yeah. it's his dad's like, help me, son. I'm high. Which, by the way, I would kill. I would kill for Fargo to call me and say, help me, son. I'm high. <laughs> I would give anything for that phone call. 
and I'll never get it. But man, it's amazing. It sounds like a different intro to fucking episode four Star Wars. They like, help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Help yeah. me, Obi Wan Kenobi. I'm stupid high. Um, so high. Yeah. Him and all of his golf buddies decide they're going to do his bachelor party and they're going to take acid. Yeah. And I got to say, in your late 60s, early 70s, to take acid is a bold decision, but they do it. And this, I will say, this is, I, I am being very self-indulgent because I'm okay. very heavily into this 29 thing. And I realize at 39, I'll look back and go, you, you young baby schmuck, calm the fuck down. But yeah. people never grow up, man. I thought by the time you're 30, you'd be like, oh, I'm an adult. I know what I'm doing. It's like, no, no, no. You have more life experience, but you're still a child on the inside. You saw these 60, 70 year old dudes that are like, let's go to Denny's. Holy shit. Like they're just trying to have fun. They're fucking 20. They're fucking high out of their mind. They're 20 on the inside in that moment. And they got old wrinkly, like skin suits, mm-hmm. but they're just the boys. And the boys will always be the boys, Boca. I think that's optimistic. I think people change. I think we grow old. So we don't really, I had a tweet today about fucking bed, bath and beyond. And I meant yeah. it, you know, it's like yeah. me, 10, me 10 years ago. I have very few thoughts about bed, bath and beyond aside from like, yeah, no, I at 16, I had no thoughts about Bed, Bath & Beyond. Yeah, but everyone at 16 sucks. If you're 16 right now <laughs> listening to this, first off, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. That's weird. I, it, especially this far in, and it is weird. But also, you're wrong, and you're stupid. And you, 10 years from now, will look back and go, I'm stupid. So, Boki, you're right now. Fine. So, the the Ben goes, picks up Daddy and the drunk boys, and he has to, like, try to navigate to get them all home. And Ben's like, what were you all doing? And Ben's dad, oh God, Ben's dad is like, it's my bachelor party. Oh, Jesus, Garrett, it hurt. Dude, Ben, oh. you piece of shit. Be your dad's best man. Get Take some LSD with the boys and go golfing. Oh yeah, it was LSD, by the way. It wasn't just fucking weed. That's true. They're from the 60s, man. So does his dad give him a speech? I can't remember what the dad says. He's like, you're the you're my best man, and he's like, I'm still not your best man, Dad. And I'm like, Ben, would you just fucking give it? You have you don't have a girl, mm-hmm. you don't have friends, you might as well have a dad. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and his dad's like, no, 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 but you're like the best, Ben. You're the best. Pause, man. <laughs> oh my god, that's why they call it that. Yeah, and it's so cute and dope. And his dad just wants to be boys, and he's mm-hmm. high as giraffe pussy on acid in the backseat of a Toyota Camry. And he just wants to be boys with his best paws, man, his son. Yeah. And it's, and it's nice. And he, Ben at some point is, he's opening up too. And he's like, dad, I'm just like, I forget how he says it. He just says something about being so alone. And dad's like, as long as I'm alive, he'll never be alone. And it's like, that's good. Fuck. Yeah. Such a good quote, man. I'm not now the fucking Tarzan theme is just playing in my head, man. Like, I still, I love all the fucking memes because it's so true. It's like Disney called Phil. We have a movie. It's called Tarzan. He's like, say no more. I'll make all of my best music for this one fucking Disney film. Apparently the Tarzan themes, uh, the track, the soundtrack, it wasn't popular Mm -hmm. when it first came out. Folks were like, eh. I believe it. Yeah, but society's come around. Outside of In the Air Tonight and like, I don't know. One other song that I think he made about his divorce called like not there anymore or something. Every other Phil Collins song that slaps Tarzan movie. Okay. And so all the, the, this, it was cut together in an interesting way that I didn't realize at first. Fine. They have, I I, I didn't run it back. 
you had to, you had to run it back. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. the scene from uh, The Dark Knight where it's like, oh, Batman's going to go save Rachel, but she actually he actually gets Harvey Dent or something. Mm-hmm. It was like that, except a rom com. So, did they go to Rachel? Did the cops then go to Rachel, or did no one go to Rachel? I think the cops went to Rachel, and of course the cops don't get there in time. And that's why Rachel dies. Meanwhile, I guess Batman gets to Harvey Dent, but like, then why did he say Rachel? Like, he's just so, did, so stupid. I just rewatched that movie and he's like, I'll get Rachel. And then he like doesn't get Rachel and then they show up at Rachel. Oh, the Joker lied about who's where. Oh. <laughs> I, that is the first time I know that. Wow. Fuck. You're, you're welcome. Holy yeah. shit, Boca. Yeah. Fucking wow. That yeah. is recontextualized. That He's an evil fucking sociopath. It's the Joker. Yeah. People. That that Joker guy, I gotta say, I think he might be bad news. <laughs> you moved to Gotham a week ago, and you said, "Hey, controversial." Whoa, whoa, opinion. whoa! You're telling me that this three bedroom, two bath, vaulted ceiling apartment for eight hundred dollars a month comes in a city that might not be good? I thought these amazing <laughs> real estate values were because it was a booming metropolis. Live in Gotham if you want to die. I swear to God. All right, Ben is giving his speech. Um, and he's driving himself back home and he's, he's giving the speech as his father's best man. And it's a great speech. Um, and he has this one quote in there. Like if you spend your whole life looking for perfect, you end up with nothing, which is a little bit, uh, steadily, but also more people should do that anyway. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, and so as he's driving back, Alice is on his front steps waiting for him to come back or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so now they're together and she's at the wedding and, Oh, her his speech, it had delayed effect, but it worked. And she likes him now. And she's at the wedding and she's in the photos because Ben was at her family wedding and he was in their photos and they're together and it's going to work. Yeah. 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 We did a lot for this podcast, man. We did a lot for this we episode. Did. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Fuck, this movie was good. This Fuck, good I'm not shit. sure we conveyed it accurately, but it's so fucking good and it has a 66 metacritic and for that i want to tell them to go fuck themselves yeah you know movie critics are more critical than game critics you know so it's like Mm -hmm. it's just harder to get a high score i suppose and also imagine imagine if you could fix a film in live service oh christ i mean they tried snyder cut dude they succeeded snyder cut it's awesome that's we we won't get into in the pod who did you love um fuck i i love ben i love alice they're fantastic i love the dad dad is dope Mm. um i loved i'm trying to find someone niche that i loved oh you know who i loved i Mm. loved um front desk clerk at their first shitty hotel motel that's like oh yeah like a wedding season i love it i'm trying to get married too and they're like oh like when are you going to propose and he's like oh no i'm single and Oof. i was like oh the fucking optimism speak it into existence my man the secret might be bullshit but i hope you will yeah you yeah i i, I noted that scene as well i perhaps wasn't so optimistic mm-hmm. but yeah the, it's a small cast i think i loved those same people um do they last oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they fucking better. If you have ten years of friendship under your belt and one fuck up out of the way early in the relationship, you're gold. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I agree. They last. They're together. It's good. Yeah. Um, you know, for friends to friends to lovers is my favorite fucking thing. Again, it's a former habitual uh, homie hopper friend fucker. Uh, I think that's the move. <laughs> friend fucker. You never heard of homie sorry, hopper? A... No, but that sounds great. Yeah, it reminds me of a really inebriated conversation me and my dude friends had. 
I mean, homie hopping is just a polite way to say friend fucking. But yeah, the same oh, okay. concept. Yeah. Um, rate the movie one to ten. Um, I'm, uh, I'm gonna give it nine point five, but it's ten in my heart. This Damn. just hit me right across the board. This movie encountered Garrett at the perfect time in his life. Um, yeah, it did. Yeah, I'm giving it uh, an eight out of ten. Okay, that's that's totally reasonable. I went way overboard, but I love it. I it checked all my boxes. Yeah, yeah, we 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 truly do recommend this. You know, for people who think rom coms are dead, check out Plus One. It's on Hulu. Um, mm-hmm. Watch it now. And you know, don't forget uh, if you like this podcast, if you stuck out with us, don't forget to go to Twitter or Instagram at Podcast Bromance. Like, subscribe, click that button. Go to Anchor.fm/slash/BromancePod to leave messages, give us money. Um, follow me at Bocla Boca Twitter and Instagram for everything. Follow Garrett at G Balliet on Twitter at Balliet and Bougie Dang. on Instagram. Hey, I remember them. Holy shit. It's like yeah. I've been doing this for fucking a year and a half at this point. Yo. All right. Thanks, everybody. Let it.